Hello and welcome along to the Crystal Conversation. This conversation is for August 2020. You're here now with Lynn and Ruby and we'd like to invite you to sit back, relax or take a stroll and join in with the chat as we discuss the Lion's Gate and the stones we'll be choosing to work with later on in August. Hi, it's wonderful to be back on here. We just want to say thanks again to everyone who's been getting in touch and letting us know about their experiences of working with the crystals. It's really been just even more collaboration, hasn't it? <laughs> it's been great because we got the podcast out with Nick. Yes, and, uh, which was fun. It was fun, yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah, and that led on to being able to be part of a bigger community, um, which, of course, is very important at this point, which is the connections with one another Definitely. and having those chats, having those conversations. Mm. And being able to kind of have a light-hearted yet kind of intriguing conversation with just different people that we wouldn't have met if it hadn't been for the Crystal Conversation and everyone joining in, so it's been really lovely. It has. It really, really has, yes. So we actually had um, a question by Christy. Hi, Christy. Thanks for getting in touch. Who asked about the Earth Star and why it's relevant with the crystals we're using this month, which is selenite and black tourmaline? Well, what a brilliant question. Again, um, the Earth Star is relevant with uh, all of the meditations that we do. So we thought it was important to introduce it initially right at the start. Mm. The Earth Star is outside of the physical body it sits about six to anywhere between six and twelve inches below the feet mm. so it's actually within the earth's crust or you know, the ground it's got earth in it then yeah that's why it's called the earth star it's like a connection point mm. primarily it's enhances the rooting that we are experiencing when we work with the chakras down through the root chakra it takes it even further down mm. and um, anchors it more strongly with Gaia and the planet and this is of significance now because obviously Gaia's making her own way on her spin through the universe her ascension path so for us to come into greater harmony with that for us to be more securely anchored Mm. It's the best way, and then we can take the energies in, the light energies in, and uh, we can also be replenished by what's going on inside of Gaia simultaneously. Mm. And can we do that through things like meditations? Yeah. And working with different crystals? Absolutely, absolutely. And I suppose also to be mindful of it in our day-to-day lives and decisions that we make about considering Gaia's part in the decisions that we make, what Mm. that relationship we have with Gaia, how that plays out in our day-to-day conversations. Mm. So Mm. we've become more more kind of in touch Mm. with that. Mm. Because that, of course, informs our consciousness also. Yeah. So I think it's quite easy to sometimes step outside of our, our planet and kind of go up into the universe. Yes. So yeah. it's kind of lovely that this then grounds it back into 
you know, the, the land that we live on, yeah. that the crystals come from. <laughs> the whole planet. And I mean, that is absolutely spot on because at this time, there's often um, a reaching for greater light. There's talking about the um, integrating the crystalline within, within our very being and bringing that, substantiating that more in our physicality. Um, but as you say, Ruby, it's also partnered very importantly with the planet that we're on. We have to do this in relation to Gaia. Mm. We're a part of that. Mm. Um, and it helps ground us personally so that we're not spacey and, right, yeah. you know, a bit dizzy or drifty or out of it. You mm. know, it sets up an internal circuitry. Mm. Mm. which we're like the tent peg mm. and it's going on yeah wonderful yeah um and then with the selenite and tourmaline kind of working with them that's going through so that works going through down your chakras into the earth star absolutely right? so with the meditation you started off building up the connection and the circuitry with your uh, with the earth and then coming up through the body in a cleansing purifying process and then we moved on to introducing the selenite and bringing down the potential for greater light. Mm. So to have them both in harmony supports a profound grounding of that process. Right, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we've got the lion's gate and that's why we're doing this podcast. So how does the Earth Star and what you've just talked about fit in with the time that we're coming up to now oh great question um there's several several pointers really i mean the lion's gate is associated with the egyptian culture and it's associated with the star sirius so again it's it's off planet it's out there mm. and uh, when the lion's gate occurs which is any time through late july moving into the middle of august the lion's gate actually occurs on the 8th of the 8th but there's a preparatory approach to that. Um, the lion's gate represents the lion of yesteryear and the lion of tomorrow as well. So it's a point which offers us a contemplative moment. Mm. And the earth star, because we are on the earth, is of significance, I don't know if this is so, but for the ancient Egyptians, they actually built the pyramids uh, aligned to Orion's belt and the stars. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So the whole, this whole awareness of being part of a universal existence was there for our ancients profoundly in the very fabrics of what they built mm. there's a lot more that can be investigated and explored in that and amazing work that's gone on one guy I particularly enjoy is a guy called Graham Hancock mm. who talks a lot about locations of buildings and Nassim Hiramain has also done a lot of work into this as well and it just really I don't know, it just really gets you to realise, yes, we're like a, a spark that, that can begin to process this, this mm. connection, really. Mm. 
Okay, so they're kind of looking at the association with the stars and where the pyramids were. Mm-hmm. And the kind of word that's popping in for me is is the blueprint, because in our last podcast well, we kind of yeah. talked about the astrology and blueprints. So. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a, a brilliant uh, um, spot, Ruby, to, to hit in on, <laughs> because the pyramids and the Nile reflect the uh, Milky Way. And so their place within the stars was seen to mirror this whole idea of as above, so below. It was physically said to mirror that. Mm. So it's part in a blueprint is probably one to further explore, Mm. really. Mm. Great idea. (laughs) I love the way it's working. Trying to link it up, yeah, trying to link it all, make it sense. (laughs) So obviously the Lion's Gate is on the 8th of the 8th, 2020. It is, yeah, yeah. And I remember, I think it was the first podcast, and you were talking about the significance of the number 8, and if you flip it on its side. Well, yes, uh, quite so. We did talk about that, didn't we? And um, because the conversations are always spontaneous, I wasn't sure why that was popping up at that point. Mm. But interestingly, it is of significance through this year, because it is associated with the eighth year since 2012 and the number eight represents um, the alpha and the omega Um, it holds the same geometric shape as our DNA structure and was seen as the storehouse of our ancestors life here containing information that we can quite possibly access and it also contains all the older information as the storehouse of DNA and the current information that we hold as well. So the number eight, geometrically, is really important. Mm. So does the lion's gate always fall on the eighth? Or yes. is that just of significance this year? It always falls on the eighth, has done since the beginnings mm. of beginnings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the purpose of contemplating at this time is to give ourselves a sense of clarity of what we want to be taking forward with the new year in August on to the rest of the year. Mm. So we can choose what we want to hold on to and what we want to work through and relegate. And this is always a cleansing time, which is why we did the selenite Mm. and the tourmaline prior to this so that in making those choices we're kind of coming into the field of um, a greater awareness of what's going on on Gaia what's going on in terms of light codes and what we can actually hold at this time so we're preparing ourselves physically really Mm. so when you say light codes Mm. what's the sort of thing that you mean by that Well, contributing to that idea is the growing awareness of DNA and the fact that we used to call the DNA junk DNA, which doesn't happen anymore. And that on the DNA, there are markers that are open to receiving light. Remember last podcast, we talked about the crystal liquid matrix Mm -hmm. that runs through the body? Could never forget that. No. (laughs) And the, the... the idea that we are a liquid crystal matrix and contained within us there are markers upon our DNA 
according to the work of Sandra Waters, mm-hmm. who's um, a brilliant way shower, that are receptive within the DNA to the light codes. So in keeping with what we're talking about is beginning to see ourselves as part of a, a universal construct. Mm. The idea is that the lights, light codes can come in and can influence and inform our DNA structuring with the view of enhancing it. Wow. Yes, (laughs) which is where the holding holding of more light becomes very important and the idea of the star seeds awakening Mm. is very important at this time. Mm. Um, There is an astrologer, Catherine Rosenbaum, who says we have at this point the south node destiny point of the collective coming into alignment with the galactic centre. So, I know we don't often think about ourselves as living on a planet that's moving through time and space, but but we are. Mm. And the planet, of course, is moving into a different point in the Milky Way. We're on the planet as part of that journey. We are likewise... And the theory and the ideas around in ascension and the awakening consciousness is that as the planet moves and she is ascending, we too are, because we're on her, moving into alignment more so with the galactic centre. So it's kind of really connecting us back down into where we are, not Mm. only on the planet, but also within the universe. Absolutely. And it will have an effect on us because we are living within Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, for many, there's a, there's the poetic idea of a coming home almost, that there's mm. a coming into alignment mm. and a coming home. And it is of significance for the, the star seeds and for people that are, that are waking up, they're tuning into it because gathering momentum is more information about... Um, how our thoughts and our emotions actually influence the functioning of our entire body and entire system. So when it comes to DNA maintenance, that paired with the situation that we find ourselves in at the moment, which is lockdown or settling and resting into your own space, is a great kind of foundational space to be in to do the things that are going to support that well-being of our own physicality because we do have the time to think about the way we think about things. We do have the time to meditate. We do have the time to drink lots of water. We do have the time to be considerate of ourselves. And all of these contribute to a, a greater substantial sense of what it is to be human, really. Right, yeah. And the the next six months, I guess, are an opportunity to, to engage in more of that, should you choose to, really, which is working more with your interior worlds and bringing them into balance and not getting distracted by the external. We know the, we know the messages of the external. We know how powerfully they impact many people. We know the realities of the disillusion of the um, monetary systems, the judiciary systems, the educational systems, 
these systems are all coming up for review. We are in a time of great review. Mm. So to be able to have the time to make sense of why it would be significant to get to know one's inner self mm. is really relevant. Mm. Mm. And this, is this all starting up with the lion's... Well, no, not really, because the Lion's Gate is one of the opportunities that we have each year. But because of what's been going on on the planet this year, I guess it is of a, a, a deeper significance about what we want to be taking forward through into the second half of 2020. Mm. Because astrologically, from of significance in January 2021... We see Saturn moving into Aquarius and the I Ching Gate 41 opening, marking a great awakening. So throughout the rest of 2020, there are going to be markers that support us to be in a place that's best to be receptive to that. Mm. And the crystals, of course, support us um, within our ele electromagnetic field to make the most of the magnetic codes that are coming through. Wow, yeah, so it is really important to be working mm. with them right now. Yes, mm. yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Wonderful, sure. I mean, that, that's a lot to, that is a lot to digest, but it's all really, really interesting. It is interesting, and I suppose it helps us to begin to contextualise maybe why the crystals might be of significance at this point, and why this point itself may well be significant well, is significant and our choices within that because this year 2020 is about our personal choice mm. and the kind of reality that we want to be embedding ourselves inside of really mm -hmm. yeah yeah wonderful so which which crystals do you think would be good at this moment well um i was thinking thinking about this in the sense of um the lion's gateway and the significance of that and i was going to through august we're going to be looking at lapis lazuli <gasps> that's my favorite one <laughs> i love that crystal <laughs> and turquoise wonderful and the kind of healing or well-being through that is with the lapis lazuli it does open our minds to a higher mind for things and the turquoise embeds that in a sense of physical wholeness and promotes communication so it felt like a good follow-on to nestle into that supporting this process at the moment definitely because i think communication is going to be so key at this point yeah and making yeah. sure that we are talking what we're going through. Because if we are ascending, if ever, you know things are shifting, we need to make sure we're communicating and having these conversations. Yes. And the, the ascension pathway will also need the time to integrate within our physicality. Mm. Which is why it's important to know the thinking around DNA and... Um, how that supports that process mm. and the the personal power that we have in that being aware of our thoughts and our emotions and 
how we approach life. Because as many folks are saying, this collective shift is actually an inside job. Mm. It's not going to come from anything outside. It's actually how we process it and how we come together collectively to take this forward Mm. and anchor that in our heart centres, really. Wow, well, I think coming into our heart centre is a beautiful place to kind of end this Lionsgate, the 8 to the 8 2020 podcast. Thank you so much for that information. Well, thank you for listening to me and joining in on the conversation. No, I love it. I feel like I'm learning so much through this process. I really do. And of course, we're learning from one another as well, because this has a very real play out in everyday life, really. Definitely, definitely. Mm. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you to the listeners. Yes. Enjoy the, the Lion's Gate. Yes, yeah. Yes, that kind of wraps it up and brings it to a close. And um, as we move through the Lion's Gateway, then the work with Lapis Lazuli and um, Turquoise mm. meditations can start to come into play, um, I think, around the, the 16th of August for people. Wonderful, yeah. I can't. I cannot wait to work with these crystals. <laughs> I mean, the Lion's Gateway does remain open right through until probably the middle to the end of August. Some people say it goes on till the 8th of September. So they are good stones to ground ourselves in that gateway. Mm, yes. Wonderful. Thank you very much. 